All right, welcome back to the parenting course. Just a reminder that if you're taking this course alone on the commute, but you're parenting with a partner or spouse, I wanna make sure you include them in the course as well. Invite them to watch the same videos as you, either on their commute or at home on their computer, and then discuss those questions at the end of each video, over dinner or in the evening with your partner in parenting. But for now, enjoy today's content. So, how do we fill up this emotional tank in our children? And then, how do we keep topping it up on a regular basis? Tom Marshall, a counsellor who's talked to hundreds of people about relationships, said, I've lost count of the number of those who've said to me, I suppose my parents loved me in their own way, but I never felt it. Our children not only need to be loved by us, but they need to feel loved by us. Some of you will be familiar with Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages of Children. Gary describes five different ways through which we can show love. One way is with our words, by saying things like, I love you, you're special, you did that really well, it's such fun playing this game with you. A second way is with touch, a hug, a kiss, a cuddle, and other ways of showing physical affection. A third way we can show love is with our time, setting aside time to spend together, focusing our attention exclusively on our child. A fourth way we can show love is with presents, giving a child a tangible sign of our love through a gift. And a fifth way is with our actions, doing practical things for our children, taking care of them. We use this concept of love languages on the marriage course because it's also powerful in adult relationships. We get couples to think through these five ways of showing love with words, time, touch, presence and actions, and to ask themselves, which is the most important way for me to feel loved? And very often, the way one person feels most loved will be different from their partner. Scylla and I are very different. I feel loved through words. It's when Scylla says kind, encouraging, affirming words to me and doesn't say too many critical things all in one go. That's when I feel most loved. For me, words don't have such a big impact. It's time that's the most important for me. It's when Nikki sets aside time for us to spend together and is not checking his phone for messages, that I feel most loved. What is helpful is to recognise that each of us will tend to give love in the way that we like to receive it. So, I find it easy to show Scylla and our children love through my words. It comes very naturally to me to encourage them and to affirm them. But Scylla doesn't actually feel really loved unless I take the initiative to set aside time to spend with her. Often in marriage, we have to learn our husband or wife's love language and then keep practicing it until we become fluent. And it's just the same with our children. They too have a love language that's the most important way for them to feel loved. And it could well be different to the way we feel most loved. This concept of love languages has been invaluable for us as a couple and for us as parents. Love languages has been very useful and I'm, I feel very fortunate I discovered it early on. I read the five love languages for children and uh, could see straight away that my daughter's was time, um, followed by touch. So when she was very young, I mean, I, I did do everything because I think that just came quite naturally to parenting her. Um, but it's been good to know about time because actually it's my least important love language and her most important. So it's quite an effort for me to spend 
time with her? Well, my son frequently tells me that um, I'm the worst daddy in the world because I just don't buy him things when he asks me, when he tells me he wants things, he tells me that I'm the only parent who doesn't do that, which I have trouble believing. Um, but that's what he likes. He likes to have that sort of um, uh, communication through gifts, through presents, that sort of thing. My son feel loved most by playing with him, having time together closely. But with my daughter, she's different. She's more, she, I think she feel loved by touching, hugging and kissing. Our little boy, we noticed that he would always give us, um, like he will, he'll bring a special stick that he's found or a, a precious stone. And then we began to realize that actually it's very important for him to get gifts that don't need to cost anything. But if we thought about him and found something just for him, then that makes him feel great. Even though some of these love languages will be more important than others for each of our children, they need to experience being loved in all five ways, through words, touch, time, presence and actions. And we have to learn to use all five, the ones that come less naturally to us, as well as the ones we find easy to use. So, how do we put these love languages into practice? Our question for you to look at today is, have you heard of this concept of five love languages before? If so, how useful has it been for you in all your relationships, not just with your children? Have a good discussion. <laughs>